Talk 1041 and hello everybody. Good Wednesday morning. My name is Dick Reed. Good old Joe down in Mexico. It really was like watching the Three Stooges in some capacity. You got Biden there at a podium. You got the president of Mexico, Obrador. You got Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. And as I'm watching this yesterday, of course, Biden is Biden. At one point, I kid you not, we'll we'll see if we can get video of this up. The the president of Mexico is speaking, and it's in sort of this impressive outdoor arena-looking deal. And they've got the podiums, and they're spread out. And Obrador of Mexico is in the middle. When you're facing it, you've got President Biden on the left. You've got Trudeau over on the right. And uh, at one particular moment, Obrador is speaking, and all eyes are on him, uh, uh, except for Biden, because an airplane is going over, and he's distracted by it. And you can see it. It's it's like, oh, look at that flying machine in the air. And he's he's just sort of, uh, you can tell he's lost, and he's in wonderment for a moment, where where he's he's sitting there, and and, of course, you know he's getting a translation in his ear. So there's already... Uh, a level up of confusion for him. Uh, you, you got to his left, the president of Mexico speaking in Spanish. And then in his ear, he's hearing a translation. Then a plane goes a- o- overhead. Thank goodness there wasn't a, a, a school bus of children passing by. Who knows? We probably would have seen a full-blown meltdown from the guy. But uh, he did get distracted by the flying machines in the in the sky at one point. Um, Trudeau, as I, I listen to that guy, and there's one word that just rolls in my mind when and you you think of descriptions of people how would i describe this person and all i can think of is douche he's a total douche and so here you've got the president of mexico and the 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 the, uh, the government is corrupt it is hand in hand or perhaps uh, some would argue essentially being run by the drug cartels you have biden who's just giving free and total access uh, of our country to the drug cartels and the human traffickers who we have turned over operational control to. You've got Trudeau, who's just this douchebag uh, son of Castro, if you listen to some people. And frankly, if you look at the guy, uh, he does look a lot like Castro. Um, that's an interesting little rabbit hole if you ever want to go down it. And I, I don't think it's any wild conspiracy. His mom was close to Castro around the period of time he was conceived, and, and he looks just like Castro. So I I suspect he probably is the son of Castro, which genetically makes sense, his totalitarian rule up there in Canada, turning the nice and friendly 
neighbors to the north into a land of tyranny. And, and you just see three individuals on the world stage discussing issues that involve borders, among other things. And, and it's, I don't want to say amateur hour, but it is relative to true intellectuals. It's embarrassing. Someone controlled by the cartel, someone with dementia, someone who's a full-blown douchebag slash tyrant. And you look at it and you're like, this is what North America has to offer? This? This trio? The Three Stooges? We'll have some audio. One of the most um, telling remarks regarding our border situation under Joe Biden is one that I highly doubt is going to get a lot of focus from Democrats in the media. And it's when the president of Mexico thanks Biden for being the very first president in a long time that has has refused to build a wall. Even one meter, he thanked him for, thank you so much for leaving that wide open so the drug cartel can continue to funnel drugs, can continue to funnel human beings into the United States. He thanked Biden for refusing to secure our border. Also, Biden did finally remark on the stolen classified documents uh, that uh, were found in a closet. What is it with Democrats keeping things in closets? It sounds like, you know, Trump had this secure room, if you will. Um, and I, I, maybe it's just a semantics situation, but Hillary Clinton kept that, that, uh, it, that server uh, in a bathroom closet. Joe Biden keeps these stolen classified documents in a closet. Um, and it seems as if memory serves that, that with Mar-a-Lago, it was, it was this whole room. It was this full room with documents that had these secure locks uh, at the request of the, the government. You know, they suggested you may want to put a lock in this room. And, and of course, Trump's like, yeah, no problem. I can do that. Um, but it's closets with these people. So Biden has addressed this. And basically what it boils down to is he's going to play the dementia card. Well, oh, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I'm just a confused old man. I, I can't even go a day without pooping my pants. You expect me to have any idea what these classified documents are about or how they got there? Which, to me, if you want to look at it honestly, is even worse. Because if Biden can't declare, oh, yes, I knew those were there and I know what's there. If he if his explanation is that I just I don't know, I, I, I don't know what documents or where what, what other classified documents were stolen from the White House that Biden has in some capacity. His explanation in this context is that he doesn't know. Well, what else don't you know about? You see, if you if if somebody. Is discovered to have stolen documents. And I'm using the term stolen because that's what the media used with Trump. So I, you know, just being even-handed here in the application of the term. And you've got somebody and they're like, yeah, I know, I got him there. And then you're like, okay, well, what else do you have? Because they're, they're demonstrating, I know what I got. I, I know what I got. 
well, I got some documents here and over there as well. But if you're dealing with someone who's like, I don't know, I'm just confused as you are. You can't exactly rely on them to be a source when it when it comes to determining what other stolen documents you may have taken from the White House. Because he's playing dumb. Or dementia. Jason Ryman now with the latest news update. Breaking news this hour. The FAA has been dealing with a computer system failure that's affecting flights nationwide. The FAA is saying on Twitter that it's notice-to-air mission system which sends out flight hazards and real-time restrictions to pilots, is going through final validation checks and is being repopulated. Make sure you check with your airline to see if your flight is affected this morning. Southeast Missouri Congressman Jason Smith has been elected the chair of the House Ways and Means Committee. The Republican winning a three-way race to run one of the most powerful committees in Congress. Smith will preside over entitlement programs like Medicare and Medicaid. He's said in past interviews that he wants to hold hearings on health care costs and focus on health care in rural America. The new Greene County budget includes a 5% cost of living adjustment for county employees. It also includes a $2 shift differential for deputies who work overnight at the jail. Several county services are dealing with a labor shortage, so recruiting and retaining employees has become a priority. And Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes has joined the ownership group of the Kansas City Current of the National Women's Soccer League. Brittany Mahomes, his wife, was one of the founding owners of that team. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. Eh, first alert forecast, cloudy 65 for a high today, slight chance of overnight rain down to 34. Mostly sunny with a slight chance of rain tomorrow morning. Temperature this is going to be one of those days where we see temperatures fall. We're going to we're going to pop up a bit and then temperatures will fall down to around 34. Friday, the sun's going to be shining, but it will be cold with a high of only 38. Then back up into the 50s for the weekend. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. You can text in, call in. Let's go to Walter. Welcome, Walter, to the show. Good morning. Good morning. One thing the, the news media has been le- leaving out, and I've said it for days about the president's documents, uh, he was vice president when he stole the documents. Uh, also, he was working for the Chinese. He and his family were receiving money from the Chinese. And now, on the national news scene, it's breaking. The institute at Penn State that was being that he was running received $54 million in anonymous donations from the Chinese Communist Party. The president of the United States is the Manchurian candidate. The... the uh... We have yeah, the uh, the Republicans have launched an investigation into this, and much of it is based around that very fact the, that this um, think tank, if you will, which I heard <laughs> it being described as a the term think tank in the context of Biden as being a generous description, uh, also an oxymoron. Um, that the, all of this money, the millions and millions of dollars and the anonymous nature, and those dollars were not 
being donated until Biden got involved. And so the money really has followed Biden, which is interesting. It's not a scenario where Biden keeps hopping into these situations in which the communist Chinese are funneling money. It's wherever he lands, they then they then funnel the money there. So it's clear what has been going on, whether it's Burisma and Ukraine or the communist Chinese or a number of other countries that don't get nearly as much coverage. They're I mean, they're funneling money to Biden. And the fact that they had access to this this facility we're going to go. We're going to talk more about this a little bit later because I do want to play some of the remarks regarding uh, uh, Mexico and the border and so forth. But um, um, and you know they they keep trying to dismiss this, and the media is doing what we anticipated, telling us why this is no big deal, why this is different, uh, and most of the differences actually uh, indicate that the offense committed by Trump was much less dangerous, if you will, at least on the surface. For example, the documents at Trump's Mar-a-Lago were protected by Secret Service. These were not. I mean, th- these were these were in a, a building that was open to the public. The roof was open. They would rent out the rooftop for weddings and parties. Uh, as Walter noted there, the communist Chinese funneling uh, tens of millions of dollars, uh, much of it totally anonymous. Uh, Biden and and those who were recipients of the money will ref- they, they refuse to uh, name or reveal whom it is within the communist Chinese government that was uh, uh, writing those checks or or whom within China that had connections to the government. All of that is being hidden, and I'm sorry. You can't tell me that this is a facility that they will rent out for parties. But if you have somebody from the Chinese government who's responsible for funding tens of millions of dollars uh, to this facility, to this effort, that they're not going to be given access? And Biden has he's he's playing the dementia card. I didn't have any idea. I don't know anything about this. And we, we will get to that later. But I, I want to uh, play some of the audio from the press event that occurred yesterday. And you had Obrador, the president of Mexico, who is essentially run by the cartel. You've got Biden, who is, I don't know, any given day. Sometimes the Easter Bunny is sort of telling him what to do. Other days, whatever. You know, he's just dementia and corrupt, obviously, um, getting all the money from countries like China. And then Trudeau. And a couple of remarks from Biden. One, regarding part of his effort as president of the United States regarding illegals. And so we're trying to make it easier for people to get here opening up the capacity to get here. And and I think that's no surprise um, when he was running in the primary. He declared for the world to hear, if I get elected president, all of you, all of the illegals who were turned away under Trump's policy of a secure border, we will welcome you back. And they've come back. And they say this anytime they're interviewed. We came because Biden welcomed us. We came because Biden invited us. And depending on the audience, though it's always a world audience, but I think part of Biden's world, he still lives 
in a world in which he was a U.S. senator and there wasn't national coverage and the Internet wasn't there. And so he could go before, uh, you know, some American town hall that had concerns about illegal immigration and talk about how we're working to secure the border and there is no crisis. But then you go down to Mexico and you say, yeah, we want to open that border up. We want to get as many uh, people through as we want to make it easier, easier, not harder. Think about this for a moment. Here he is down there. In Mexico, saying we want to make it easier, not harder for illegals to get into the country, but easier. And it is somewhat perplexing to an average thinking person because you think, how? I mean, why is he admitting this? How can he admit this, but then turn around and the next day claim, oh, no, 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 we're, we're working to secure the border to, to make it more difficult for illegals to come in? And I do think that it's part of that dementia where he, in his mind, the Internet doesn't exist the way that it does. In his mind, he's able to, like he was a U.S. senator, you go to one uh, you know, group over here, you tell them one thing, and you go to another group over here, and you tell them the opposite thing because that's what you know, you know that they want to hear. And you don't have to worry about any sort of conflict occurring because you don't have that, that, that crossover. It's much easier to be a lying politician. Um, prior to to the internet at least in terms of getting caught biden made another claim which he's made before and one of the characteristics of biden is he will make a claim that is clearly almost laughably untrue and it's that claim that he chooses almost word for word to repeat whether it's somewhat benign about being a truck driver or attending historically black colleges, or a claim that he's made in the past, he made again yesterday, about illegals who come here to the United States. And one of the things that comes across fairly clearly is it's not like people sit in their home, city, county, town, and say, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have. Give it to a coyote, go through some jungles and a long path up the United States, smuggle us across the border, drop us in the desert, and won't that be fun in a country we don't even speak the language? Now, they may not say won't that be fun, but what does he think the process is if that's not it? He's mocking the idea that all of these people in these caravans decided at one point, okay, we're going to make the trek to the United States. And we're going to need help navigating this. We're just average people. I mean, you know, you and I, for example, if we decide, oh, we're going to walk down to uh, Guatemala, wherever. You'd figure out some sort of help, whether it's... uh, Google Maps or calling a travel agent. The average individual, wherever you are in the world, is not going to, especially on foot, make a trek like that without reaching out to somebody that you know is an expert in that area, and that would be quite coyotes. So it's precisely what Biden claims these people are not doing. It's exactly what they're doing. If it isn't operating in that way, 
if as according to Biden, it is accurate that the illegals who come here, the process did not begin with them collectively as a family. If the whole family comes up making the decision, here's what we're going to do, then reaching out to individuals that everyone knows facilitates that. And then coming here to a country, yes, that speaks English in Biden's world. That's not how it happens. Then how does it happen? I mean, really? Do they just magically fall out of the sky? Are they one day sitting at home and 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 all of a sudden they zoop, zap up into the sky and the next thing they know they're getting dropped down at the border? Are they being kidnapped against their will? I, it, it, the absurdity of this notion. And this is, and of course, Ducey would be one that would ask the question if he had the opportunity. But every single journalist should ask this question. If, as you claim, that is not what happens, that's not how it is that illegals get here, how is it that they do get here? How is it that they get from their home in some South American country to the border? Explain that process, because clearly he knows He knows how it doesn't happen. So how does it happen? Coming up, the president of Mexico thanking Joe Biden for doing what no recent president has done, and that is refuse to even try and enforce the border. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. We got traffic here in a moment. Um, A1 Custom Car Care, all of your car care needs. A1 Custom Car Care. Uh, customized mufflering, massive problems. Your car breaks down on the side of the road or just routine maintenance. I recommend, much beyond just the standard oil change, take your vehicle in and tell them you want to know what the manufacturer's recommended routine maintenance schedule is. And they'll keep you in line with that because there are a lot of things in there that the manufacturer says, you need to do this at 70,000 miles, you need to do this at 120,000 miles, whatever it may be, in order to make sure your vehicle lasts as long and drives as efficiently as possible, as long as possible, A1 Custom Car Care. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant. Employee benefits that work. Cloudy high of 65 today. Uh, there's a slight chance of rain overnight, 34. And then tomorrow, temperatures, if they do pop up, they're going to fall back down to around 34 with a slight chance of morning rain. And then 38 on Friday. It will get back up into the 50s on uh, Saturday. We are streaming on live uh, online Facebook 1041 Nick Reed. That is the Facebook page. Uh, say hi to Bob Graham, Mindy, uh, Peterson Mosier, Bob White as well. Hope you have plenty of popsicles. He knows what that means. It's not anything sick, by the way. Uh, Tom Marge texted in the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. We were reflecting on what it is that Biden 
believes is behind illegals coming here. Biden has repeatedly claimed that what's not happening are people in their South American countries that are sitting around the kitchen table and they decide, let's go to the United States. How do we get there? Well, you know, okay, you got these coyotes that that uh, you pay money to and they help get you across the border uh, where we don't necessarily speak English. Biden claims that that's not what happens. So I suggested he needs to be asked well then what does that process look like if that's not what or do they just fall out of the sky are they kidnapped I, do, it, they, is this some sort of wormhole uh beyond their control uh but uh, tom art suggested that they could be recruited by corn pop that's that's quite possible i imagine corn pop it'd be the ghost of corn pop didn't we determine corn pop is dead yeah corn pop's dead yeah i mean you imagine corn pop that day not to get sidetracked but i'm going to if you believe Biden's story, of course, here he is. He's in the parking lot of the sw- uh, of, uh, of the uh, the swimming pool, and and he had been given Biden as a lifeguard a hard time, and and he's out there with uh, his posse, and Biden comes out swinging that metal chain around his head, because that's what Biden claimed. He claimed he went and got cut off metal chain, and I guess he was going to beat Corn Pop with a uh, metal chain, or I guess you could consider it a whip, metal whip. He's going to whip Corn Pop. And if at that moment Corn Pop had, uh, had just been able to flash forward into the future, or the ghost of Christmas future whispered in his ear, that skinny white boy swinging that chain at you is going to be president of the United States one day. That probably would have stopped his heart right there. Oh, Corn Pop. Uh, I do, Biden, he mentioned coyotes. Uh, do you think that that's confusing to any Biden supporters? Does anybody remember the Biden-Trump debate in which Trump was talking about coyotes? That was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. I thought, well, is anybody going to make fun of Biden for saying yeah. that? And you had a bunch of Democrats mocking Trump because they, and it's how uninformed they are, they did not know what coyotes meant. And so, of course, they assume Trump is the dumb one, not them, for having no clue what goes on at the border? And coyotes, of course, are sm- they're human smugglers. They are uh, individuals that people pay to get them to and across the border, Ky- called coyotes. And Trump, during a debate with Biden, referenced the problem with coyotes. And you had these Democrats who are dummies, have no clue. And they thought Trump was a dummy because Trump was suggesting that actual real coyotes, like the animal... Coyotes were somehow guiding illegals into this country, and they mocked him for it. I thought it was a brilliant snapshot of the level of of um, information that people on the left have when it comes to issues that they portray themselves as being great experts uh, within you know that particular issue. We have video up also on one hundred four one Nick Reed of Biden at one moment during the. Uh, I mean, it wasn't so much a press con. It was a press event. President of Mexico, Obrador, you got uh, Trudeau and you have uh, Biden there. And while Obrador is speaking and everyone is listening to him, uh, some airplanes go overhead. And, of course, that's enough to distract Biden. And you could see him almost in wonderment, sort of his head wandering up, looking at the sky. Oh, oh, look at those iron birds magically flying through the sky. The president of Mexico did thank Joe Biden. 
And here is that moment, which again speaks volumes about whom it is that the President of the United States is actually working on behalf of. I can get her to play. You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. And that, we thank you for that, sir. Isn't that fantastic? Here you've got the president that is... Actually, a president of the drug cartels, not the people of Mexico. Openly. Thanking the president of the United States for refusing to build even one board, one meter of the wall to protect us here in the United States. That's just brilliant. It has become so clear to everyone other than supporters of Biden who choose to live in denial that the American people and American security is the last, everyone else gets priority ahead of the United States. And it's so obvious to the point that they openly thank him for it. What other reason is there to be grateful Let's play this out. You are the president of Mexico. The drug cartel has authority over you. And you are grateful that the current president of the United States refuses to build even one meter of a wall. Why would you be grateful for that? You see... Democrats like to claim walls don't work. If walls don't work, what difference would it make? This was always one of the interesting contradictions of the left. They would go on and on. We can't build a wall. We can't build a wall. We can't build a wall. But then they would say walls don't work anyhow. Or if that's the case, then what do you care? I mean, Biden just completed a wall around his home. The White House has a a fence around it. I mean, we all know walls do work. What was the first thing Nancy Pelosi did? After January 6th, put up fencing around the Capitol. So the very people who claim that walls don't work tell you, don't don't put a wall up, don't put a wall up. Why? You claim that it's irrelevant. And at the same time, every time you want to keep certain people out of your home or the Capitol or any other facility, the first thing you do is put up some sort of barrier. This is the problem with living in a society where a significant portion of us are thinking people. There's no intellectual discussion to even be had because these people just say things that clearly are not true. And sadly, there is a significant portion of the population, and they weight all of us down, unfortunately, who don't care. They don't care if it's the truth. They don't care if it makes sense. They don't care if it's a complete contradiction from something that they said the day before. It makes no difference to them. This is why I find that arguing with these people on in any capacity, really, is without point. Intellectuals who have debates, discussions, 
or arguments, if you will, do so ultimately with the goal of determining the truth. And so you have one side throw out information, the other, the, you know, and you go back and forth. You point, counterpoint, point, counterpoint. When you're dealing with people that care not about reality, care not about facts, care not about consistency, care not about reality, it's pointless to have a discussion with those individuals because their goal has nothing to do with the truth. They're, they're, these are people who will tell you walls don't work and then immediately build one anytime they need to secure a location. And right now, there are people who are listening that are supporters of Biden who, who you know, just, yeah, they have no problem with this. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. All right, so hundreds of flights have been grounded, and now the uh, FFA, this is due to a computer outage, evidently. What caused it, we don't know. Will we ever know? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, and they're grounding all flights for the time being until 9 a.m. Eastern. I'm not going to lay all blame at the feet of Judge here, but I will say, in my lifetime, never have I, in a period over, over a two-year period, seen so many crises involving transportation. I mean, it'll pop up now or that, but whether you're talking about trains, whether you're talking about, um, uh, you know, transportation of product, talking about flights. All, all these, all these instances have to do with travel. What Pete Buttigieg big messaging out there is: well, we need to tear down highways that are racist. When he's not hopscotching across the United States on vacations uh, on the taxpayer dime, and this is a guy that Democrats see as a potential president of the United States. Why? Because he's a huge failure. You know, when he was governor of, uh, or sorry, mayor of, was it West Bend? He was seen as a failure there, particularly amongst minorities. He had a horrible time navigating, you know, there there were issues between law enforcement, the black community, and he just was an embarrassment uh, in terms of navigating it, and he made controversial decisions. And there, you can see video where he tries to go, and this is when he's mayor, and, and he, he tries to have a discussion with uh, black protesters. And, I mean, they just humiliate the guy. I mean, just, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable to watch. So naturally, he became a presidential, a, a viable presidential candidate for Democrats because he was a failure as a small-town mayor. I mean, it's not, this is becoming more and more consistent with Democrats to pick people that are that have proven to fail. I mean, Biden himself, 
I don't think the guy wrote a term paper that wasn't stolen by his own admission. Look at Fetterman. Failed mayor. Let's make that guy a U.S. senator. Perfect. Stacey Abrams, by the way, is saying she's probably going to run again. (laughs) Why not? Where's Beto O'Rourke? Let's He ought to just be appointed to some cabinet position. Why let the voters weigh in on it when he's clearly proven to be big enough a failure to be a success? And Buttigieg? What does this guy even do? I mean, really? And while, once again, I'm not going to sit here and claim that every issue in the context of transportation over the last couple of years have been because of Buttigieg. But for Pete's sakes. And you notice this guy's never on the scene. He's not the point person. He's not the front person. He, he just sort of, you know, he may do an appearance here or there, and, and he may get asked the question, but almost as if it's just because he's a Biden administration official, not because he's head of transportation. But let's not forget, When he explained his resume, what made him qualified to have that position, he told the American people it's because he rode on a train when he was young. So by that rationale, anyone who has ever undergone surgery is qualified to step into the operating room as lead surgeon. A traffic update now. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Flores Plus and Nixon in Springfield. I was talking to Rob, uh, the owner of uh, Flores Plus, last week. And I said, now you guys still have that 0% financing for 12 months? Like, always. He's a, originally a Texas guy. So he's got that great Texas guy. He's always got 12%, 0% financing, 12 months. Which is a pretty remarkable thing when you note that interest rates are going up all over the place. A lot of times people think, well, I'll put it on a credit card and I get points. Get the points. Uh, I don't know that you can get enough points to make up for 0% financing for 12 months. It's an incredible deal. Whether it's carpeting, flooring, it's the plus of floors, plus customized tiling, uh, hardwood floors of a number of different uh, types. And the installation process uh, is bar none. These folks are long-term. They are experts and craftsmen in their field. They're not. It's not a rotation of of uh, a crew that walks in off the street and like, well, we're always take somebody because we're always losing somebody. It's not how it works with them. So you want selection of great product. You don't want to be upsold. You don't want to be sold something you don't need. It's a three step process. You pick the flooring. They measure. Say, here's what it'll cost. One cost. One price. You're not going to you know be told later. Oh well, we didn't tell you about this fee and that fee and so forth. And then schedule that install date. Get her put in. Zero percent financing. Twelve months. Floors plus. Nixon Springfield. The system specifically that evidently, and this thanks to uh, uh, Chris Nowak friend of ours who is a pilot I think he's in the air every day flying uh that the the problem that has caused the grounding 
of flights across the U.S. is the, the NOTAM system. Failure. It's a NOTAM. Notice to airmen. N-O-T-A-M. And that provides info to pilots regarding specific issues that could impact flights, you know, runways that are closed, if there's defective lighting, um, bad instrument landing system, whatever it may be, any, anything that could be problematic in, in which there needs to be those alerts provided to pilots, uh, that system is what is down. Um, what caused it to go down? Is this some sort of sabotage? Is it, yeah, we don't know. And, and quite frankly, honestly, I, I just don't know that we will know for sure. I don't trust this administration to be upfront with us about what causes a lot of the problems that we have. Remember the just weeks ago, these these power stations, these substations that were were being shot out and causing uh, tens of thousands of people in winter time uh, in frigid cold temperatures to be without power and electricity, and then it it becomes clear that this was an f this was a sabotage it wasn't some people screwing around wasn't some drunk guys that were just you know seeing quote what would happen this was a deliberate effort uh to undertake well why who who you know who are these people you know it's just amazing to me the focus not just our government but the media puts on certain um, offenses but not others uh you, you would think that Something like individuals who deliberately were taking out multiple stations to put as many people without power as possible. There would be at least half the sense of urgency to get to the bottom of that as there was to track down people across this country that were in the Capitol on January 6th. You just think about the approach. People being encouraged to turn their family members in. You had the FBI holding press conferences, releasing footage of people all over. It's a massive nationwide manhunt. Lead story in the news. Some of these people were, you know, grandmas and grandpas that simply went in and took selfies after law enforcement opened the door and said, come on in. Yet they were the 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 the, the presentation were as if these were nine eleven hijackers that were on the loose just waiting to board another airplane. But then we've got these instances of what would appear to be coordinated efforts to take out as much of the power grid as possible, whether it's some sort of test run or it was a, a deliberate effort that they hoped would have greater consequences. You know, perhaps it was like uh, a 1993 World Trade Center bombing, you know, where they, they gave a go at it and realized, nope, that's not the way to do the most damage. Then 9-11 got hatched. What Was it that? Well, we don't know because uh, it's a little news story and, uh, yeah, it was deliberate and then that's it. No sense of urgency. Benghazi was another example. I, you know, they, they just downplay or ignore the things that they fear may make them may demonstrate that they don't have things under control and so when you have an instance like this where all flights are grounded 
because of a computer outage with the system that is designed to let pilots know when there are particular issues that might have an impact on the safety of flight? And are they going to come back and be like, well, it was just a glitch or something? Was it? I don't know. Speaking of the border, Republican a Republican has filed articles of impeachment against Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, if Mayorkas doesn't deserve to be impeached, I don't know what a person who is in charge of a division of the government can possibly do that does deserve impeachment. Uh, This guy is not just an unmitigated disaster. He is actually a benefit to the drug cartels and has run propaganda for the drug cartels. If the drug cartels were to handpick and the human traffickers were to handpick somebody to be in charge of border security, this is the guy that would be chosen. News in 60 Seconds.